This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Authorities in Kansas City say three people have been arrested in connection with yesterday's mass shooting. One person died and 21 others were wounded at the celebration for the Super Bowl-winning Kansas City Chiefs. Several of the gunshot victims are children. One of the suspects was stopped by people in the crowd. Trey Filter told ABC's Good Morning America he did not realize at first the suspect he was helping hold down had a weapon. They started yelling that there's a gun, there's a gun. Um, So we were pretty steadfast in holding him down there and, you know, just trying to take care of our butts there. Kansas City officials have not yet said if they know the reason for the mass shooting. A New York judge has set March 25th as the opening date for a criminal trial against former President Donald Trump. He's accused of falsifying business documents at the end of his 26th campaign to conceal an affair. Trump has denied the allegations. The judge rejected Trump's efforts to dismiss the charges. Russia is developing a space-based nuclear capability that has the potential to threaten the U.S. and its allies. That's according to a source familiar with the matter. As NPR's Jimena Bustillo reports, the official says Russia's capacity could allow it to target satellites. On Wednesday, House Intelligence Committee Chair Mike Turner, a Republican from Ohio, shared a public statement calling on President Biden to declassify information, quote, concerning a national security threat. Later in the day, Senators Mark Warner and Marco Rubio, the chair and ranking member of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, issued a joint statement saying that they have been tracking the issue from the start. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan would not answer specific questions about the matter in a White House press briefing, though he did say that he had personally reached out to the Gang of Eight, which includes the House and Senate leadership, as well as the top members of the House and Senate Intelligence Committees, to offer a personal briefing and a meeting that is planned for Thursday. Jimena Bustillo, NPR News. The White House says Palestinians living in the U.S. will be protected from deportation over the next 18 months. They'll also be allowed to work. NPR's Deepa Shivaram reports on President Biden's action. The memorandum Biden issued taps into a program called Deferred Enforced Departure, which at the president's discretion is used to protect people who can't safely return to their home countries. Biden said that humanitarian conditions in Gaza have significantly deteriorated since the war and many civilians, quote, remain in danger. Nearly 30,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israel's response to the October 7th Hamas attack. There are limitations, though, to Biden's actions. Palestinians who have been convicted of felonies or those who are deemed a threat to public safety are not protected. Deepa Shivaram, NPR News. On Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow Jones Industrials are up about 180 points. The Nasdaq is down 26. This is NPR. The Pentagon says Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has returned to work at the office. He was hospitalized last week for the treatment of a bladder issue. Austin was criticized last month for failing to immediately tell President Biden of a prior hospitalization and cancer diagnosis. One in five shoppers in the U.S. has used buy now, pay later options. The service lets users pay for purchases in installments over several weeks. Now, new research finds that how you use buy now, pay later likely depends on your access to credit. NPR's Alina Seljuk explains. Buy now, pay later companies are still relatively new, and because they don't report much to credit bureaus, there's a lot we don't know about how people use the service. 
The Federal Reserve Bank of New York has been studying it and says people who use Buy Now Pay Later the most tend to have limited access to credit. That's regardless of their income. For example, they might have a lower credit score, missed credit card payments, or a rejected application for a higher credit limit. They tend to use Buy Now Pay Later on more lower ticket items and turn to the service more frequently, five or more times a year. Although the service suggests anyone who's tried the service once will likely use it again. Alina Seluch, NPR News. A new study says that the threatened Amazon rainforest could soon reach a tipping point. Researchers in the journal Nature say that in coming decades, up to half of the rainforest could change into grasslands or weakened ecosystems. That change could lead to the collapse of the entire forest ecosystem. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News. Support for NPR and the following message come from Edward Jones. What is rich? Maybe it's less about reaching a magic number and more about discovering the magic in life. Edward Jones Financial Advisors are people you can count on for financial strategies that help support a life you love. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 